0: well, a world of and Shortly after, it's a sad eye, a It's a crying shadow Circus, well, the circus, well, come so also, also
1: fittest
2: To another edition of Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith, this and every Sunday right here on, you guessed it, this is Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, We'll be with you until 11 a.m., at which point we will be followed by Two Thumbs Undecided, the movie review show that everyone is talking about. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue, the edge of everyone's seat. Uh, that's coming up at 11 at noon, the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, and then at 1 p.m., objection to the rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. We say it every week, and every week it gets more true. Every possible base is covered here on Talk Show Sunday on Radio Free Brooklyn, so keep that dial tuned, keep that player tab open on your web browser, keep that app running in the background of your mobile device, and just settle right in our number, 718 928 9732. It's 718 928 9732. This is Young Persons Radio. And you know, used to be pretty consistently, just to kind of let you guys in on the background. You know, we've been doing the show for almost three years now, and uh, through various points in our history, We have pretty consistently been the highest-rated show on Radio Free Brooklyn, and that's across the board. That's not just talk shows. That's talk music. That's everything we do. We do it better than the rest. But lately, (laughs) lately it has not been that way. Don't know where we are in the rankings, but I tell you what, we're not in the top ten. So (laughs) I guess based on last week. Uh we're trying to save it by uh courting controversy, I guess is our new I should bring you on. I'm just, like talking right at you. Jenny Sanborn is here.
1: Hey. Back again. I'm back.
2: Back again.
1: I like to think I'm a friend of the show.
2: I like to think of you that way as oh, well. Oh thank
1: you so much, Colb. <laughs> yeah. Con are you you're looking for controversy? Well, not
2: in- intentionally. Uh last week, uh uh uh, uh Fran-, Fran Hoffner was here. Uh a terrific writer, funny person. Uh, great mind, mm-hmm. etc.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We were talking about Carly Rae Jepsen. We love, we do. And another former guest, uh, Rebecca Bolnez calls up and is just like, "I'm sick of white boys being like, oh uh, female pop stars are great just to like get attention. You know, mm-hmm. really, really taking us to task." Okay. Here. Um. So, what are we gonna do this week? We're going to do it again.
1: Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs>
2: we're not doing Carly Rae. We're doing Taylor Swift t- uh, uh, today. Yeah, we are. you, Ginny Sanborn. Now, you are a house performer on uh, at the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. Yes? I am. Should you be being paid, yes or no?
1: Hmm.
2: I just want a one-word answer, then we can move on.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be being paid? Mm, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right on. Uh, so just like keeping keeping uh, in touch with like your background, just so people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't go to NYU or Harvard, right?
1: No, I did not.
2: So what makes you think you have a place in comedy?
1: <laughs> My heart. <laughs> My good heart.
2: Good. good. Yeah. Good. Yes. I, I still I wonder that about myself. See, I went to Harvard.
1: Oh, yeah, you did. Famously, in fact. <laughs> so...
2: Uh so I know I belong here. Yeah. But for people who didn't, it's like, what are you doing? It's
1: like why who who were you related to? Do you realize what you're up against? You're up against the big crimson. That's right. Is that what it's called? The big crimson? I don't know. I think so. I think the... their color is crimson.
2: Yeah. Well the the crimson is the is the newsletter the news the student newspaper. Oh, so okay. I would assume it's the mascot too. So the yeah. crimson
1: tide is the University of Alabama. Yeah
2: yeah roll tide
1: no, we don't like them
2: okay, well you, know well, right. you brought it up so
1: <laughs> yeah' you're, you're right <laughs> <laughs> uh oh they, well, they have the the lampoon harvard lampoon mm-hmm.
2: yeah, funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> <The> <laughs> is it the same
1: as the national lampoon or is uh, that is that the movie i think
2: well yeah that's the those are the that's the movie franchise okay. that they gave us uh, so many classics. Just, I tell you what, like
1: Van Wilder, like
2: Van Wilder. I tell you what, have you seen this thing where friggin John Belushi's in a toga? It's the funniest no. shit I've ever seen. Tell me about it. It's like, it's this movie uh, um, where he's just like wearing the sweatshirt that just says college.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. I've seen that dorm room poster. Yeah. Yeah. Right next to the one of the, of the two girls kissing.
2: Which one is that? You
1: don't know that one?
2: The one of two girls. I mean, that could be anything.
1: There's like a famous dorm room poster of like, it's like a black and white photo of just like two women kissing. Uh huh. I think if I were to pull it up, you'd know what it is.
2: Are you sure it's not a soldier, like a sailor in Times Square?
1: You know what? That's what I'm thinking (laughs) of.
2: No, I know what you're (laughs) thinking. Anyway, Harvard rules. Uh, I am Harvard. (laughs) I'm super I'm super funny. I do I do great like pranks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you we do. prank
2: one one time we pranked the president. It was great.
1: Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, we pranked him. Which president? The new one. Oh. The new one? Yeah.
2: His name escapes me. I'm not really into politics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you know really Mark know. Zuckerberg? Yeah, I know him. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: What what do you think of
2: him? He actually he comes every year to campus. He comes back to campus every year and like goes to parties with freshmen. And he was like, I was, I was here. That's, that's Zuck. Zuck's thing.
1: You call him Zuck?
2: Yeah, we call him Zuck.
1: Does he like that? Yeah. Did he come up with that himself?
2: Yeah, he was like, we were like, hey, Mark. And he was like, it's Zuck, actually.
1: It's Zuck The name now. is
2: Zuck. I like Zuck. And I, And he was like, he keeps saying like, what the Zuck? Trying to like, get that started. Oh my God. And it's like, really sad that he does that.
1: Isn't he a father? Yes. Okay. Anyway,
2: you're here to talk about... <laughs> To talk about, we're talking about uh, 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 pop music, you know, this has been, it's a a theme that comes back again on this show. Why? Because we want to use whatever small platform we have to talk about positive things in this dark, dark world. So. Absolutely. uh, You and I, over the course of our uh, friendship, Mm -hmm. often return to a a subject from time to time. And that is Taylor Swift.
1: That is absolutely true.
2: What do you think of this new one? I new dig album. it. Me
1: too. I dig it. I
2: really like it. I really like it. I, I said this last week with uh, when Fran was here, but after the singles came out, I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's bad.
1: <gasps> do you not love the singles?
2: I did not like uh, me
1: okay.
2: at all. I okay. thought the music video was embarrassing. <gasps> uh, but... I so I was like the album I was listening to the album and I was like, oh my god, I didn't know she had this in her still. Like it's so good. It's so fun. Yeah.
1: Uh
2: and like she I She hasn't lost it. No, I kinda have a soft spot for Reputation just because it's so nuts. Like it's out yeah, of control. I really
1: like Reputation. Yeah. Yeah. That's Is it my favorite of her albums? It, it may be.
2: Now that is insane.
1: I know <laughs> Well, you know, I didn't go to Harvard, so yeah. I'm allowed to be a little, uh, have a couple screws loose. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: well, do well, you want to rank them real quick? you want to rank the albums?
1: The albums? Yeah,
2: rank them. I know this wasn't part of the prep, because we, we both came with the top five tracks
1: from the new Yeah, album we did. Okay. My top five albums. This is number seven. Yes. Is this is her seventh album? Okay. Yeah. So I might do number one, Reputation. Okay. Number two. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Number three, Lover. Okay. Two and three can maybe be switched if oh. need be. Oh. Um, and then Fearless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, see. and then speak now, and then, uh, red.
2: Oh, red's at the bottom. I don't know, oh, man. Whoa, there we go. I don't this know. This list is the uh, uh, <sighs> shocking. <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> I don't mean to. Uh, I think because
1: uh, I because like there are some songs on Red that like I just love so much, like yeah. all too well, of mm-hmm. course. But the album as a whole didn't. Super speak to me, mm, yeah. but it was just like a handful of songs that like got me real good.
0: Yeah, but I think yeah.
1: that's why the album itself is at the bottom of my okay. Thighs.
2: That's yeah, that's fair. That was the beginning of the new Taylor when Red it was, Red was the, the beginning to transition away from, you know, uh, bubblegum country to bubblegum bubblegum pop, pop which I mean but too
1: Both both genres were still filled with the most profound lyrics. I sound like I'm kidding, but <laughs> her lyrics are very beautiful across the oh, board. They're, they're
0: great. I mean, the new I, one,
2: I feel like she's like really, uh, she's at the peak of her powers on this new one. Uh, yeah,
1: it features, um, I think, three like totally solo written songs. Uh-huh. Like she writes all of her music, but a lot of them, she has like collabs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think this one, she has, I think, three that are like, just Taylor.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you know which three?
1: I believe Lover. Yeah. Um. Soon you'll get better. Okay. And I don't.
2: And a third one. And a third yeah. one. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll have our assistant do some research while we're on Yeah. There. Is, you ever listen to these like serious XM shows and they're always talking to someone on like on a computer outside? I know. The they're like,
1: Randall. You check that out for us.
2: Yeah, Ah, Randall. I will occasionally and I don't want to say what it is, but uh, I'll occasionally listen to E Street Radio on, (laughs) (laughs) on Sirius, the Bruce Springsteen station. Oh, yeah, baby. And the level of preparedness for some of these shows is shockingly low. Really? Like they're just like these two. like <laughs> so when the new album came out in June, there was one where these two guys were just like, "Yeah, like uh, this guy who who uh, orchestrated like all the uh, the string parts. I'd never heard of him before. Can we look him up? Can someone out there like look him up?" And then they talk about something else, and it's like, "Oh, look at this! He he's uh, he's Beck's son, or like something like that." Oh my goodness! And it's just like this is it's incredible that these guys are getting. Paid at this level. Like, that should be the peak. Sirius XM should be a tight ship. And it instead, it really
1: should. And instead, and meanwhile, it's
2: doddering old fools.
1: You know, we Philistines over at Radio Free Brooklyn are That's working right. our tails off. Exactly. Ranking songs and albums. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm not even getting paid <clears throat> to be on Lloyd Night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck. Hell yeah.
1: We can curse here, right?
2: Yeah, we can. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is like Stern. It's internet radio. It's like Stern. Yeah, it's a lot like Stern, the show.
1: Yeah. You, specifically.
2: I sp- I share a lot in you, common with Howard Mostly Stern. your looks. Mostly my looks. I think yeah. I
1: made that exact same joke the last time I was here.
2: Well. Comparing your uh, looks It's, it's part of the, the you know, blossoming insularity of bits that is this show. Yep. It rewards critical attention uh, if you are tuning into everyone and listening to every word. You'll get more out of it, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. It's like Mad Men. The show is like Mad Men. It's like The Sopranos. It's the greatest thing anyone's ever seen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes
2: so my top five yes
1: hit me with top them. five
2: tracks number one Cruel Summer uh-huh number two the title track Lover yeah number three it's a kind of a goofy title but I love it Miss Americana and the Heartbreak oh, Prince oh
1: I love and I love the title
2: I think it's so fun I love it number four Cornelia Street
1: okay love it okay number five
2: I could not pick Faith is a Tie Okay. Between Daylight Mm -hmm. and Paper Rings, which I would say is the stay, stay, stay of this album.
1: Oh, you're absolutely right. Paper Rings is the stay, stay, stay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Some other things I want to call out. Yes. It's nice to have a friend. Horns. Fun.
1: Yeah. Fun little horn part. Mm Mm-hmm. London boy. Hilarious. I love London boy. (laughs) I love London boy. So... I love people the little like, Idris Elba sample yes, up top. Yes. So random, but honestly, it's it's the thing that I didn't know I needed, but you know who knew? Taylor. Yeah, yeah. She knew I needed we to don't hear that what, beautiful man's voice in my ear want, but she gives on my commute every morning. I think
2: it's, people were like making fun of it when the album came out, you know, uh, but I think it's self-aware. I think it's a oh, self-aware
1: absolutely.
2: song. <laughs> like you don't include that thing at the beginning where he's like, my My scooter.
1: My scooter.
2: <laughs> and still be taking the song super seriously. Yeah, like you can't do it. Yeah, you can't do it. So, as far as uh, uh, your top five goes, okay, are you ready to unveil?
1: I'm ready. Number one, Curl Summer. Yeah, it's so great. Number two, Afterglow. Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. I love Afterglow. The yeah,
2: Afterglow is a really good
1: number three. Song. title track, baby. Yeah. Lover. Mm-hmm. Number four. You need to calm down.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: With that guy from Panic At the Disco.
1: No, that's me. Oh, right. Go on. Describe you need that. to calm down. She's that's the one
2: That's the one where she's like taking her haters to task.
1: Taking her haters to task and taking the anti gay movement to task. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my god, what was my number five? Paper Rings. Paper Rings. Paper Rings, yeah. rings is my number Paper rings
2: five. Rings is fun. She's got, it's got really good hooks, that song, and uh, the album as a whole, I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good it's hooks. very, like, um, <clears throat> cohesive. Mm-hmm. I think it's meant to be listened to yeah. all at once. So,
2: that brings up, produced by Jack Antonoff, right?
1: Similar, uh, as he did with uh, 1989. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he do Reputation, too?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. I know he did 1989. We'll have Randall look at that. Look that up. Yeah, Randall,
1: (laughs) our assistant, Randall. He's here. We promise. (laughs) Yeah, he's out there.
2: I see him through the glass. Yeah. Uh, But 1989, produced by Jack Antonoff, kind of kicks off this trend of Jack Antonoff producing every major pop album in the last several years. Uh, Oh,
1: has he done others?
2: Produced a couple of the uh, tracks on the Carly Rae Jepsen one. Produced the most recent Lana Del Rey.
1: Uh, Oh, I haven't listened to the new Lana,
2: daughter. Oh, it's so good.
1: Is it? That's what I keep hearing. I don't know. I've been really into Seagrid. Okay. Do you know her? No,
2: but I'm willing to learn.
1: Colby, you would love. Okay, good. You would love her. Good. So that's what I've been listening to. That's why I haven't listened to the new Lana.
2: Okay, yeah. Well, the thing is, it's always there. I know.
1: (laughs) That's what's great about Spotify.
2: (laughs) I'm going to see her on Saturday at Jones Beach.
1: At Jones Beach?
2: I mean, not the little bar in... On Myrtle Avenue, but the 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 big amphitheater on Long Island.
0: Oh, cool! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you seeing Lana there? over there? Uh huh. That's awesome.
1: Yeah,
2: it's great. It's a great venue where you have to take a Long Island Railroad uh, for a long time before you get there, and then have to walk forever from. And then by the time you get there, you're in such a bad mood that you're ready to see a show. Wow. <laughs> it's a great venue. Cool. <laughs> I really wish she were playing anywhere else
1: (laughs) in the city that's awesome than
2: this but i guess uh that's you gotta take what you get yeah anyway
1: we were talking about jack antonoff
2: yeah so here's what i don't understand all these albums that he produces are so great Mm -hmm. uh all the ones i mentioned just now plus others are really really good Mm -hmm. Uh, and they all sound different from each other like i feel like he doesn't have like a a signature sound like Max Martin has like a signature. Oh, like this is a Max Martin album. Uh, yeah. But this, he has like, he varies it up a little bit more. I don't understand how the music he makes himself is so bad.
1: I have not listened to a single thing of just his.
2: Okay. Well, he's in a million bands. The biggest yeah. one was fun. Yeah. Fun, he was in fun. fun. I don't, I hate fun.
1: I liked fun, but I liked fun because the lead singer uh-huh. Nate Russo yeah. was in this band that I was obsessed with in high school called The Format Uh
0: uh-huh.
1: um, that still holds up. It was like in that sort of like emo boy mm-hmm. band phase but he, like it was not an emo band at all. Mm-hmm. It was like it was sort of fun. Yeah. But they're called The Format and they're very good. I think there's they have two albums. <laughs>
2: So that's why I liked fun. Okay, gotcha.
1: Because it was out of loyalty. Out, yes, out of loyalty Nate Nate to Russo. to to the lead guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: But I I just that song was everywhere. That like yeah, I don't like that song. Ha, 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 ha. Some
1: nights I love. Okay, yeah, that's a I better think one. That's, one. that's a very a better good one. song. That's a better one. But I think those were the only two songs.
2: Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is this guy. He's he's got all his priorities wrong. Yeah. He's got to be a producer. Everyone seems to love him. Yeah. He's like everyone's like, "Yeah, make my album, Jack." Mhm. Which I mean, go off. Go off, Antonov.
1: Go, Antonov. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift hasn't
2: booked any tour dates. Why?
1: I, d- I don't know. Why not? I don't know. And then I saw on her Instagram she was in Paris this week doing, I think it's was just like a little promo thing. Uh-huh.
2: Which, yeah, she played a show in Paris.
1: But I don't know what it was for.
2: I don't know either. She's been doing a lot of uh, uh, UK press lately because she like half lives there with Joe Alwyn now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Which is uh cool.
1: Which, let's talk about Joe Alwyn. I
2: would love to. The favorite? Great movie.
1: Great movie. What? He was in another thing this year or last year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it is. We'll have Randall look it up. Um,
2: Randall's on it.
1: And I was reading... um,
2: Mary Queen of Scots. Yes, Mary
1: Queen of Scots. (laughs) Thanks, Randall. Thank you, Randall. Um, I was reading like uh an article on Vulture after Lover came out where it just sort of like broke down each song mm-hmm. talking about like its potential hidden meanings etc. I love that. Which like since you love Cornelia Street mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, And all the songs that were about Joe Alwyn the writer was like because uh, she said that Joe Alwyn is the human equivalent of a glass of oat milk. <laughs> what does <laughs> that mean? I don't know what it means. I thought it was very funny but I also like don't agree i was like he seems like a lovely man so you you are bringing <laughs> up a
2: point that i uh believe firmly which is that most music writing is awful uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah most writing about music is, is, sucks like yeah. we just like we like I've, Rolling Stone magazine bamboozled us for decades, or really just bamboozled the baby boom generation. Oh yeah, uh, uh, into thinking that like writing about music was like serious, like serious criticism. Uh, and like I've has it been done well? Sure, everything has. But I feel like every every review, especially of like uh, like popular music, is just like trying to place it in the context of like what's going on with the culture right now like yeah why is this popular and they're never right about anything i was trying to graft some like meaningless political uh, commentary onto it and it's like is uh miss americana and the heartbreak prince political yeah kind of could you read it as not that way yeah <laughs> it's still fun i don't know i feel like with taylor swift especially it's like after reputation came out people were mad that the songs weren't about trump like they were there was this mm-hmm. whole narrative that was like she's like not political enough uh, uh oh i
1: have so many opinions on as this. like
2: a star which like now I have so many opinions. at the time it was like a very divisive issue
0: mm-hmm. uh like it was. 2016
2: 17 um uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was, that was the, 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 the downturn, I think, that period for her, the, like, building up to the reputation thing, there were all these, like, public feuds, there was that stuff with Kanye, where, like, Kim oh, Kardashian yeah. called her a snake, and, like, put that video out on, on Twitter, but yeah. then she said a lot of weird stuff.
1: Oh, boy.
2: Um, and yeah, but also, I mean, at the time, we were like, we didn't know, in 2016, 17, we didn't know, we, we were preparing for the worst. You know, with like the yeah. Trump administration just getting started. No one knows how bad it's going to be. We were kind of, we, we were, we, I think that's most of where that came from. Yeah. That is that panic uh, that was going on. then? Yeah. And here I am trying to place pop music into an insane political narrative. Yeah. But it's because they started it, Ginny. I they know. They started it and here I am keeping it going. Nah, seven one eight nine two eight. 9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732. Give us
1: a shout. Give us a shout.
2: Talk about Taylor. Talk about pop.
1: Talk about really whatever you want. Talk
2: about Joe Alwyn and Mary Queen of Scots. Did you see that movie? I did. What did you think of it? I loved it. It was good, right? I
1: thought it was good, but I love um, the English royal family. Mm -hmm. Like current and former. Sure. I am obsessed.
2: Who are the best ones? Mm is it the, is it the queen
1: The current queen is yeah. a good one. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth II is great. Yeah. Um I do love Mary Queen of Scots. Uh-huh. I love um her Saoirse son Ronan. King James. Okay. Um
2: cuz he gave it he wrote the Bible, right? Yeah, King that's James why I like Bible. him.
1: He wrote the Bible. He
2: wrote it all. He wrote it <laughs> He's all. He's an since, incredible uh, writer.
1: I'll actually give you a fun fact about King James. So mm-hmm. he commissioned the tombs of uh, Queen Elizabeth the first and of his mother. Uh-huh. And even though Queen Elizabeth was the queen, he made his mom's tomb bigger and like taller than hers uh-huh. as like a final fuck you for killing his mama. Whoa. I know. That's cool. I know. So thanks, Joe Alwyn, <laughs> for teaching me that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I liked that movie. It was written by Bo Willimon of House of Cards fame.
1: Oh, so, uh, this guy
2: just cannot get enough.
1: Wow. He loves the political drama.
2: Political power. Yeah. I, love, I think Sierra Ronan is incredible. Yeah. I think she's, she's really so good. good. She's had like three Oscar nominations and is like 26. Yeah. Uh, she's meant to, for great things. Oh, yeah. In a world where the A-list doesn't really exist past a certain point. Uh, she's the closest we get now. The closest our generation gets to having an A list star, She's yeah, incredible. I love her.
1: But Saoirse Ronan,
2: get on the show. Get
1: on the show. Give us a call. We are big fans. <laughs> <laughs> but with uh, speaking of Joe Alwyn in historical dramas, yes, he is going to play a slave owner, a mean slave owner owner in the upcoming Harriet Tubman movie. Uh oh. So, he. Will he ever play a man in the 21st century? (laughs) We don't know. Yeah. Who's technically the favorite, Queen Mm -hmm. Anne. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a real queen. Yeah. We don't know if she did that stuff, (laughs) but that was a real feud that happened. Yeah. I don't know if it was sex-fueled or not.
2: Uh, Who's to say? Maybe Joe. A Oscar-winning performance from Olivia Colman.
1: Oh. Who's, then go, who's now playing uh, another queen.
2: On The Crown. On
1: The Crown.
2: Which I have yet to watch. <gasps> B. But I will really like it. Oh, I'm it's great. I'm telling you right
1: now. Oh, it's so good.
2: And it's so up my alley. It's crazy. It
1: really is. Um,
2: 718-928-9732 <laughs> is our number. That's 718-928-9732. One thing about uh, uh, Taylor Swift I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Recently... Did an interview with The Guardian, prestigious UK newspaper. Okay. The Guardian. Yep. In which uh, she, it's a super long article in which the interviewer takes us th- through and takes Taylor through every reason people have gotten mad at her in the last <gasps> several years.
1: Wow.
2: And it's, it's a great read. It is fascinating.
1: Oh, I've, I must.
2: Um. But the best line she has at the end is, like, she's, like, talking about how she, like, doesn't want to talk about her relationship with Joe Alwyn because she's, like, learned in the past that, like, uh, uh, that's better to keep that stuff, like, private, like, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then the interviewer is, like, what about, like, all the – you talk about him, like, in your songs. And she says, I know the difference between making art and living your life like a reality star.
1: Oh. <laughs> Which rules. Rules yes
2: that's awesome wow that is incredible and then she goes and if that's hard for other people to grasp my definition is really clear <laughs> to which we say go off queen go
1: off <laughs> queen wow <laughs> good for her
2: i know isn't that rad i, I love was how like,
1: she's becoming more outspoken
2: yeah yeah true well why don't you talk about uh, uh going to see her On on the Reputation Tour.
1: Oh, yeah. I saw her on the Reputation Tour. It was delightful. In New Orleans? I saw her in New Orleans at the Superdome, where they have insane security checks. Really? Yeah. I brought, like, a tiny-ass purse with me, and they wouldn't let me in with it because it wasn't made of clear plastic. Weird. Yeah, all these women who you know, live in Louisiana and go to the Superdome Uh for football games know that you need to bring a purse that's literally made of clear plastic if you want to get into the venue. So I had to take an Uber back to my friend's house, drop off my purse. Oh, I you're kidding me! My... They didn't even have like a no, um they had nothing. No oh bag my god. check or anything. Ugh! I had to go drop my bag off, put my credit card in my pocket, and then go back. Oh my god! <laughs> it's insane.
2: They they will do that at like Madison Square Garden now, where if you have like a backpack or something, <clears> they won't let you in with the backpack, and you have to like check it at the door, and then it makes it impossible to leave
1: the venue uh, in
2: like in anything less than an hour because you like the show ends and it's like you know it's a you know, thousands of people shuffling toward the exits but then you have to like stop at this shed oh god <laughs> near the door <coughs> and uh and keep going and uh it really it really sucks Wow.
1: Mm. but yes the the tour was Was very, very good. She gives you these, like, little bracelets that light up. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those of you who watch the Reputation tour on Netflix, Mm -hmm. she talks about them. Actually, what I noticed is uh, her crowd work is exactly the same. (laughs) Every night? I guess so. (laughs) It was the same little, like, segues into songs, which, like, I get, you know, she's not, crowd work is not her job. Right. (laughs) Her job is to sing songs.
2: If Taylor Swift came out and, like, went to the front row and was like, where are you from, sir?
1: Oh, I'd lose my mind. And
2: then the guy was just like,
1: oh. You're Albuquerque. Uh,
2: yeah, Albuquerque. And she's like, oh, New Mexico sucks.
1: <laughs> you know what? This, the, the Taylor that we see on this Guardian interview would absolutely say that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Albuquerque. <laughs>
2: Oh, I feel sorry for this guy. Am I right, folks? Oh, uh, what do you do, yeah. sir? And he's like, marketing. And he, she's like, ah, marketing sucks. <laughs> You're a loser. Yeah. Can't believe you came <laughs> to my show. Can't
1: believe you came to my show. That's my favorite when comedians
2: are just like dumping on people's jobs. <laughs> who paid to see, like, have the jobs to afford tickets to see them. And then it's like, hey, what do you do? Ah, you loser. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, in show business. <laughs> so who is really the loser? <laughs> <gasps> Is uh That's how that goes.
1: Uh, but it was a great show, um, and I'm looking forward to the Lover Tour.
2: Yeah, I hope it happens. So I alluded to this earlier, but she, in an interview with Ryan Seacrest uh, on his radio show...
1: Oh, she did? I didn't know
2: that. Uh, ...said that she has not booked any tour dates uh, for this, and she said it's because she doesn't necessarily want to play stadiums this time because she doesn't want to, quote, do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. and just get on this tour treadmill, she said, which oh, I understand. Yeah. It would be cool to see her in, a, in, like, an arena and not a football stadium, because, like, I yeah. see her at MetLife in New Jersey, mm. uh, and
1: That's, You went fun. to the 1989 tour there, right?
2: I went to that one, and I went to the Red Tour, dude. Oh, yeah.
1: You did, you yeah. maniac.
2: Two times at MetLife. Wow, and one time, uh, she covered uh, "Dancing in the Dark" a little bit, which was fun. Oh, that's
1: very fun. Yeah,
2: uh, but anyway, uh, it's fun to like see like the big stage production uh, in those settings. Uh, yeah, but it would be cool to see her. In a smaller venue. I would love too. to see her at like MSG. Tickets, but yeah, that would be the ideal. She's
1: played thing. there before. But not in years. No, not since like her country days. Yeah. Not post-red.
2: It's like, it's crazy that Madison Square Garden is not big enough for her. Like, Madison Square Garden is I like 20,000 seats and MetLife is like 50,000 seats. And it's wild that. 20,000 is not enough for her. It would be cool to see her do like a three night stand
1: there. I love
2: when artists do. And she lives
1: here. So it wouldn't be. Taylor, if you're thinking about this, let me just tell you it wouldn't be a huge hassle for you. No. do a little week long residency, (laughs) five days even. Just take the A down to Tribeca.
2: After the show, you'll be home in no time. You'll be home before midnight.
1: Yeah, come on. (laughs) Get your sleep. Meanwhile, me and Colb are going to be coming from Brooklyn. Yeah. So think about us. You'll beat us us. home. (laughs) Yeah, you'll beat us home. And you worked. But yeah, she should. She should absolutely she should. do that.
2: I love when they do that, and I, I like go to every show, and it's like, oh, this was a little different. She like pulled this song out this night, but that song out that night, and I, mm-hmm. I, I love that stuff.
1: That was like a little thing that she did on the Reputation tour that she left like she had her like set list, but she left a little slot open for mm. like a mystery song each night. Nice. Um, and on the the Reputation Netflix tour which was her dallas show she did all too well yeah which was lovely when i saw it she did um speak now
2: oh nice which
1: was very fun
2: that is that's a rarity i know
1: she i think she told she said if i'm remembering it correctly she said that she hadn't sung that song like for a crowd since that tour since Mm -hmm. the speak now tour
2: yeah she has a a nice problem now <clears throat> uh a nice problem to have, which is like she's got to play a ton of songs from the new album when she does go on tour, yeah, but in past years it's been like oh, i'll play like I'll play the new album and then like a couple hits people know, and then like that's the show, but now it's like there are so many there' are so many there's hits a ton of hits <laughs> at this point that
1: need to be taken care of and yeah. checked off the list, yeah. It reminds me of when I saw I saw the most recent Lady Gaga tour. Nice. And so what she's doing is, and I noticed this when I listened to Beyoncé Homecoming on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Is they're like taking, because they also have so many hits. Is yeah. there taking just like a verse and a chorus? Yeah, yeah. And then like melding it into the next one where they medley. do a verse and, verse and a chorus. And so it's like everyone gets a little taste <laughs> of what they want but they cover a lot of ground. Yeah,
2: that's smart and economical. Mm-hmm. and
1: um, Plus leaves room for the deep cuts.
2: Yeah, exactly. Which you also want to hear. Oh, I love deep cuts. We're never going to get everything we want. No, we're not. But I think Taylor Swift starts playing like Bruce Springsteen length shows. Yeah. Start playing for four hours.
1: Yes. <laughs> She's 29. She has I mean, the she stamina. Can
2: she can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not dancing... The whole time, like she is. <laughs> <laughs> that probably helps. But uh, but I don't know. I don't know.
1: But the Lover Tour will be great. Oh, man. When it's and gonna, if it, it happens. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Maybe We're she'll get... do a little Radio Radio City Music Hall action.
2: Oh, that would be cool. I would love that. That's 6,000 seats. Mm-hmm. How many nights? She'd have to play 10 nights to get everybody who can pack into one MetLife show.
1: Wow. That's crazy, and it would be like a lot less of a production. Mm. It would have to be a lot less of a
2: production. Yeah, would have to. Be, we'd Which could be the, fun for her. Oh yeah, the the solo acoustic tour where she strips oh, everything down. It's the Deep com- cuts. You tour. know it's coming. You know it's coming. Maybe not this time, but at some point in the next ten years, at least we're gonna get the solo acoustic tour. Oh,
1: I would love that. A back
2: to basics. You know? Oh, I would love so tour that. With a small group of musicians. Maybe they'll sit on mm-hmm. stools the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, They'll do like they'll tour like barns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? They'll tour barns.
2: Yeah. They're like country people are always like, Yeah, we're doing a show in the back of a truck. <laughs> we're driving around a field.
1: It's the equivalent of the the roof concert that the Beatles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: Oh brother!
2: It would be great if Taylor Swift in her like later days like picked up on the Levon Helm thing of just like having every have in like having like a barn in Nashville where just like every week shows happen, and she just becomes this weird standard bearer for like folk classics, like she's like singing Pete Seeger
1: songs. Oh my gosh!
2: Oh man, waiting for the Taylor Swift version of uh, if I had a hammer would be
1: <laughs> would
2: be incredible. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two is our number. I guess Tim Keck's asleep again. Jenny, yeah, uh, Tim.
1: <laughs> what a disappointment he is. Did he call when you were here last yes. time? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Yeah. Oh, Tim.
2: Guess he's over. Guess he's over it. Guess Unbelievable. he's over
1: it. Sometimes you gotta snooze.
2: Sometimes you gotta snooze. Sometimes you gotta snooze. hmm Um, real quick, since we're talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, or we talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you think of the Carly Rae Jepsen album?
1: would you believe i haven't listened to it
2: oh i actually would not that's uh surprising
1: i know i'm not a crazy i'm not a huge fan of hers mm-hmm. um i have no problem with her i i there's a couple songs that i like but they've never like really gripped me yeah i think does she write her own music
2: uh this last one she had a lot of co-writers on but uh I mean, in general, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's this whole thing about how she wrote 200 200 songs and then whittled it down to
1: 15 for this album. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I... um. Yeah, I I just... It's never, like, really clicked with me. Mm -hmm. And I've tried. I've, like, sat down and put the albums on and listened to them all the way through, and there's, like, a handful of songs that I really like, Uh but... It's just never really hooked me.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say this is not an unpopular opinion because the albums don't sell that well. This yeah. one, I think, peaked at 16 on the Billboard charts. And, and Emotion, which is like the one that's uh, the most critically adored yeah. pop album with the last like 10 years or something, uh, was a, a charted at 14. Wow. So like they sell, but like not that uh, uh they're not like blockbusters, you know mm-hmm. um she's a critical darling, I think is the uh is the is the phrase that's coming to mind, but not so much a blockbuster star
1: mm. well, there's something to be said for that,
2: <laughs> hmm oh, yeah, nothing wrong with that, yeah, it's got its own cred, you know, for sure, because now all your all of her fans get to be like, well, like no one else gets it, but we get it you exactly, know? which is we also get it, fun.
1: and the smart people get it <laughs> the critics. Maybe she'll get a lot yeah. of like posthumous fame or something after she dies, <laughs> maybe in like fifty years or something, yeah, yeah that could be that could be maybe <laughs> it won't happen for a long time, Carly, don't worry,
2: no, no, we're not gonna Kurt Cobain you no, Carly met her once, really sort of not really. I told the story last week, but uh, um, yeah, she was at Rolling Stone when calling call me maybe came out, and I huh? knew someone there and. Uh, went to see her.
0: Oh, oh. very
1: cool.
2: Yeah, it was fun. That's <laughs> was awesome. cool. Probably the most. Well, that's not true. I didn't meet Harrison Ford once. But that's a story for a different day.
1: Different episode. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I'm trying now to think if I've told my John Hamm story on the air, which is my favorite celebrity encounter by far. Oh. Uh, which is that I was at the American Museum of Natural History Gala huh. a couple of years ago. Why? Uh, no, uh, for work.
1: Oh, for work. Mm hmm.
2: And Not for pleasure. No, it was uh, unpleasurable.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great.
2: And at the end, so John Hamm is there. All these celebrities are there, uh, and it's a pouring rain outside the entire time. And so to leave, everyone steps out of the building, and there's like a, you step, you exit like underneath the steps that lead up to it, and there's like a, a road that comes down under the steps. People get their cars and mm-hmm. they leave. So everyone's just huddled under this uh, uh, enclosure. Because it's pouring rain. And, but everyone except John Ham, who is standing across this little road smoking a cigarette and like looking at his phone. <gasps> and I was like, ah, look at John Ham. He's so cool. I bet he's not even waiting for a car. I bet he's like, <laughs> he's like gonna. <laughs> gonna just like walk into the night. And I swear to God, on cue, he like stubs out his cigarette, turns up the collar on his coat and walks out <gasps> into the rain. Oh, and we my see God. him like walk several blocks before like it's like night and it's raining, so visibility like stops. But he's just like walking along Central Park in the pouring yeah, rain. Like- I mean the hardest rain <laughs> you could imagine. I later found out that it is he has a he like has an apartment on the upper west side uh ah. in Bradley was just like close enough to walk but it was incredible. Oh, <laughs> wow. Like, I was like, oh, he's just like the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's so tough.
1: That's a shame that he smokes.
2: I think it makes him cool. Okay. What's your best celebrity uh, uh, encounter? Have Anybody uh. fun come to Lloyd Night? Were you at Lloyd Night whenever Egret uh, uh, um, y- from Game of Thrones came one night?
1: No, I didn't even know she did.
2: I think that was a long time ago. But anyway.
1: Um... No, no one, no one, come, no one famous comes to Lloyd Knight. Maybe Taylor Swift <laughs> after she hears this. That's right. Come see us. Um, we're close to your home. Mm-hmm. We're in downtown Manhattan. Um, let's see. I was on the L train at Eighth Avenue, so I was. It was you know the last stop, so I was just sitting there waiting for it to move along, and the the doors were open, mm-hmm. and it was pretty late at night on a week night. So there was not a lot of people there and I was sitting with a friend and I was on my phone or something and she just like smacks my side. I was like, dude, what? And she like points up and Matthew Broderick is... Oh, wow. uh, I know, is uh, at the door um, just like peeking in and like very clearly looking for someone and was there for like a couple of seconds. Like we got a good, good look. Um. And then he left. He didn't find what he was looking for, <laughs> I guess, which was maybe his wife, Sarah Jessica Parker.
2: Yeah, could be. Could be. Speaking of her, I just started watching Sex in the City.
1: Oh, have you never seen it before? Never. You start and from the I've beginning? Seen,
2: I've seen two, the first two episodes, and it's crazy. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, well,
2: every, every Sunday I'm watching one episode of Sex and the City and one episode of Entourage, which I've never seen. So it's a real one oh, step Cole, forward. you're
1: in for a real treat. One
2: step forward, two steps back situation. Got it, got uh, it, got it. I mean, I the, the Entourage is a bad show, but I, boy, do I love it in a way. I loved Entourage. Uh, I watched it when crazy. it was on. Oh, really? Okay.
1: I loved it. In fact, I went to Los Angeles to look at colleges Uh back in the day. So this is when I was watching Entourage. Uh And you were like, where's Turtle? And I was like, where's Turtle? But uh, we went to, my parents and I did like a Warner Brothers tour. Uh And uh, we went to their gift shop. And of course, they have all this HBO stuff. And so my mom bought me an Entourage (laughs) t-shirt that I still have. And...
2: That's awesome. Yeah. It's so funny that you loved Entourage.
1: I know. (laughs) And that my mother was like, oh, Jenny, you need to get this shirt. You love Entourage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, yeah, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) Bought it
2: on the lot. On the Warner Brothers lot. On the Warner Brothers lot. Straight from the source.
1: That's fun that you're watching Sex in the City. It's a Mm. good little show.
2: Yeah, it's a good little show.
1: It's, um... I don't want to say out of touch, yeah, because well, it is. It is, but it's like
2: it was a different time. It
1: was a different time. So,
2: which one do you think
1: I am? Oh wow! I'd say you're either yes, Carrie, okay, or Charlotte. Wow. Whoa. Who? Who do you think I am?
2: Uh. Well, I've only seen two
1: episodes.
2: (laughs) But I think Charlotte? Really? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I'm not familiar enough yet. I haven't (sighs) seen it enough. I'm sorry. It's okay, Cole. Who did you want to be? I don't know. Okay, okay.
1: We should all be Mirandas.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: A woman who... Future... Is super successful and refuses to apologize for her success.
2: Yeah, our 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 would be governor.
0: Ugh,
1: if Nixon, only. Right? Yeah. Can you imagine? I saw her
2: once during that that campaign. Really? Just like on the street with her assistant. And, uh, <gasps> cool. She was getting ready to do a photo op where she rode the subway at Union Square.
1: I, our good friend, Kristen Lowe.
2: Ah, ha, ha. Speaking of Los
1: Angeles. I know. Get out of here. Get out of here. She did. She left. She went to Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But she also saw Cynthia Nixon during that campaign when she was waiting for, because Cynthia's whole like campaign platform was like fixing the subways. Mm -hmm. And Kristen was waiting for the L train. And of course it was fucked up and taking like 25 minutes longer than it should Mm -hmm. and um, Cynthia Nixon was down there and she like turned to Kristen and was like I'm really sorry about this (laughs) and Kristen was like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it's not your fault (laughs) (laughs) I think this is is a great little story of hers yeah she apologized for the
2: subway that's very funny uh, there was like a video of, of her going around. Uh, that was like a very early shaky cell phone video of her like advocating for, uh, like school redistricting uh, to make it like oh. f- uh, fairer integration wise. uh okay. at, like some PTA meeting uh, in like 2006 or something. Oh. Uh so, does she have children? Yes. Oh, okay. um. So as far as her uh, uh liberal credentials go, people were like, this this is good. This is good. It's wow. one of those few. I feel like her and Bernie Sanders are the only people who like early videos service of them and it's good and not shameful.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. You should get Cynthia Nixon to do this show.
2: I would love it. I, would I bet just you could. Talk, just talk about the MTA and its dysfunction.
1: MTA and like uh, just sprinkle it with some Sex in the City references. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know she loves them.
2: <laughs> if she could pick up on it. <laughs>
1: She should run for city council or something.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, start small, Cynthia. Yeah. Don't go straight for it. No, I'm just kidding. whatever. Just do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, honestly, <laughs> Cynthia, do whatever you want. But we want to keep you in politics. Because you keep you have our same ideals.
2: She was great. I mean, there she when she was like debating a uh, Cuomo in that one thing. I thought she did great. I'm really surprised. I didn't watch it. it I mean, I didn't a... watch the whole thing. I like it was super long, but mm. like uh um I'm surprised the election was as one-sided as it was. Uh, yeah. Because she really did not come close in the final I know. thing. But I like trapped. I don't know. I thought she was I thought she was fun.
1: Yeah was good. Well I'm not an official New York resident. Right. So I can't vote here. You still vote in Texas? I still vote in Texas and I was I kept it so that I could vote for Beto for uh-huh. the senatorial race. Yeah. Um and I was gonna change it. Mm-hmm. But now there's a good chance Texas could go blue. Ah yes. So I feel like I need to keep it for twenty twenty.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, it's and then maybe I'll,
1: game. then maybe I'll change it. Yeah, who's to say, really?
2: Well, it's good to like vote in local elections here. It, that's here,
1: that's you know? the, that's exactly yeah. why, because like I can vote for like you know the tiny things in in Houston, but like what it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect my life. It affects right. other people's lives. Right. Meanwhile, the things, the Cynthia Nixon stuff here. Yeah, I would love to vote on. Definitely, definitely. It's local elections that gave us AOC, baby. I know it. I, oh, I was gonna say, is Taylor Swift a, lo- a local resident? But she's not. She's still a Tennessee resident. Yeah,
2: yeah. She uh, came out uh, in support of progressive candidates yes, in Tennessee, I where remember. she votes and still lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people were mad about that too.
1: Of course.
2: <laughs> Doing all the right of course things. They were mad. It's just like yeah, like everyone's. I I saw people being so shitty and just being like, well, it's a little too little, too late, Taylor. It's like, what do you want from her? I know.
1: And it's like, and she has said this, and I totally agree. It's like if she had come out in favor of Hillary or Trump. Yeah. During the like reputation era, Uh people would have gotten so pissed at her. Mm -hmm. Like, because this is during the time when she was uh, being labeled a snake by everybody and so if she were like uh, you know Hillary 2020 they'd be like ooh snakes of a feather yeah. flock together I'm not into it.
2: labels especially when it's snake
1: totally <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so speak your mind Tay yeah we yeah. love it
2: well she was she was this whole our guardian thing was uh, all about how she was like uh, politicized by her, like, sexual assault case and mm. uh, the ensuing, uh, like, all the 2017, 2016 election stuff. So, look out, world. Wow. Here it comes. Uh, so, this uh, is... I t- would love it if Taylor Swift joined DSA. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> she was, like, a card-carrying DSA member. Absolutely. And I like, had a portrait of, uh, uh, freaking Alfred E. Smith on her wall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see, uh... Taylor Swift running for city council in like 2032 or something, once <laughs> yeah. she's uh, retired from stadium life, yeah, and is now doing her barn tours,
0: yeah,
2: her barn <laughs> her that her she barn undoubtedly will start. That's the pitch. I'm telling you, she becomes like a genius guitar player. Oh yeah, where like everyone wants her to play on her al- on their albums because <laughs> she's like <laughs> such a great finger picker. Yeah. Man, this I got it all mapped out. This is why she's got to do the show. I got some great tips for her.
1: I bet she'd love to do the show.
2: I'm sure she'd have a great time.
1: <laughs> I bet she would. Yeah. She doesn't I mean, know it, but she would. Yeah,
2: last time, uh, you know, she's doing Ryan Seacrest radio show.
1: This is the next logical step. Exactly. This is more fun because you can say fuck. Come
2: out to Brooklyn. T- don't just be, you know. Uh, you can take
1: the A train. Take the A train out here. Take it to Broadway Junction <laughs> and then transfer to the L. It'll be easy.
2: <laughs> and it's going out to Morgantown. She did a photo shoot a couple of years ago at some like tiny record store in Greenpoint. Oh, really? Uh, called like Co op 67 or something. I don't know if that's the name of it, but it's like something like that. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, so
2: she's aware of Brooklyn, that's certainly. Okay. Uh, and we just got to push her a little farther east. Mm-hmm. And she'll wind up where? At 100 Bogart
1: Street, <laughs> <Yes>! baby. <laughs> that's where we are, everybody. Well, Ginny, this hour has flown by. Oh, it truly has. Yet again.
2: Oh, uh, man. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm sad that it's over, but uh, happy that it happened.
1: Oh, me too. Where,
2: uh, what can people do now? Where should they find you?
1: Oh, they should. <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this and thinking, well, wow, what a treat this radio show was. I'd like to ride this wave straight into Sunday night. <laughs> I would say. Come on down to UCB Subculture and Soho uh-huh. on Bleecker Street At 7.30 and come see Lloyd Knight, baby. There we go. There we go. We'll do three pattern game heralds for you and they're going to be really good. (laughs) Apparently, Game of Thrones cast members occasionally show up.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they do. You know, apparently Taylor Swift wrote a song about uh, Lloyd Knight when she was a student.
1: Oh, she did? Yeah,
2: it was like, you're on the stage with your Lloyd Mm -hmm. team. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. upset Mm -hmm. because Mm you are. Got it. And it's something I didn't get. I auditioned. 30 times, but always got cut.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You're right.
2: Classes with all the people on the panel. They, (laughs) I don't know.
1: (laughs) I thought you were reading this from your computer. Like you had written this. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's so impressive. (laughs) (laughs) It's impressive that he wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly would not put that past you. (laughs) Uh,
2: anyway yeah go see lloyd knight uh go see jenny improvise at the upright citizens brigade theater uh tonight every other sunday right is when you're i am up
1: every other sunday occasionally on sundays you can catch me at this really great show at much more's in brooklyn called prestige programming (laughs) uh, hosted by our good friend colby J. yes
2: do you want to do it next week sure next sunday yeah sunday night
1: okay great (laughs) <laughs> well there it. you have it folks yeah
2: it's happening well let's go out to Cruel Summer since we both oh, love it so much it's our
1: number one baby
2: yeah uh, uh, stick around for Two Thumbs Undecided they'll be up here soon um, bye bye
1: bye bye bye
0: bye 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 bye